0: Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the global six pack craze, can bad news make you sick, and much more with America's next top model alums, Matthew Smith and Keith Carlos. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Hey, what's up, Tech hey, Clubbers? We are back. That music you hear in the back is I Cardi B featuring Mr. Keith like Carlos the in the video. What's up, man? What's going on? We How you doing? Know? Great to have you guys in. Keith Carlos, Matthew Smith. What's up, man? Um, again, my name is Shaka Smith. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Where can they find you, Mr.
1: Trinidad? You
2: can find me on everything at TK, Trinidad, Talking That Ish.
0: where can they find you,
1: guys? You can find me on Instagram at Keith Carlos. And at Matthew Stephen Smith.
0: Well, again, thank you guys for joining us. we got a slate of some great stories and excited Catch up with you guys, post uh, America's Next Top Model. But uh, congratulations on this this music video, oh, oh, man, song. Thank you, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Cardi B right now is like killing it. On fire. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Great to be a part of that little story. Sure.
2: Okay. Was she pregnant? Was she pregnant?
0: She was, but they
1: uh, her her um. Designer and stylist, uh, Colin Carter. He hit it very
0: well.
2: And now, did they make you sign a um, an NDA? Uh, I believe, yeah.
0: Did you know? So you knew she was pregnant?
2: Of course, everyone okay. knew she yeah. was pregnant. but okay, nobody. They, there was just rumors. She didn't confirm it. Really? Yeah. But when she was I knew all. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, you, that, well, I work for TMZ, yeah, so we was talking okay. about it all the time, yeah. and it's like we think, but she didn't confirm it until after the fact that uh-huh. she was. So yeah. if you had if I had known you. I would have. She hit it I very thought, well, well. Like yeah. it was
3: like very public knowledge from Coachella.
2: No, it was before Coachella. We thought she was pregnant back. She actually she went to Carnival in Trinidad. We thought she was pregnant and in back in February, and she didn't confirm it until Coachella. And
0: when did you guys uh, film the video? After Coachella? Oh,
2: probably Four weeks ago now. Then, then, uh, so we, been, down then down. we all knew so
0: then. Down. Oh, Yo, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cardi- the video came
1: it. out three weeks. So yeah. That's amazing. Vigorous. Yeah. Wow. And they <laughs> slid right.
3: into his DM. That's how they got him.
1: Yeah. Actually, really? yeah. Look at that.
3: Social media is well. It working. was eleven
1: o'clock when I got the DM. I was yeah. on set, two hours away from where I live, nice. I want to say at four AM. So yeah. no sleep. Was there all day.
3: So you pay
0: attention, you you make you sit well, notifications. Some, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to that's a whole other question. You already know <laughs> me so yeah, well. I was just I like, was
2: we're like, just going <laughs> to go
0: somewhere else. With that. Uh, well, our, our first story up is the global six-pack craze. Um, apparently China, which has kind of long praised a thin body, has now kind of moved towards a more muscular body. Um, and the, the, a lot of gyms are popping up over there. Um, they're not traditionally about exercise, but that's sort of what's been the leading trend of this year on their different social media sites. Um, even women's-only gyms have popped up. I've wondered, like, what have you guys seen... Um, in terms of kind of going around the world, uh, modeling and now traveling. You guys have this new show that you guys are doing. Um, What have you guys seen in terms of Western trends when it comes to body image, and how have you guys kind of played with that or thought about it?
1: Well, I've noticed that uh, the modeling industry is uh, leaning more towards um, shapelier bodies and uh, muscular-fitted bodies. So uh, me, myself, I have that. I have muscles. Um, So it's, it's worked in my favor. And, uh, yeah, I really can't complain about it, <laughs> honestly.
3: Uh,. I mean, listen. I heard that. The, I heard you said that basically the Asian markets are now catching on to uh, fitness, which scares me, because <laughs> they are the best at anything they choose to be. So, um, I think they're going to own that as well pretty soon. As that's, I mean, that's how I look at it. Uh, good job sure. to you guys. But I don't know. I think it's good. You know, the fact that we're moving in a healthy direction. I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything bad about that. I mean, as long as it stays healthy. Obviously, as as we all know, fitness can go very unhealthy quickly if, mm-hmm. if you uh, go, you know, that way. But. Uh yeah, I mean I think it looks good on girls and women. By the way, like you know I think that fitness on women, like real fitness on women, looks the sexiest for sure. Yeah, that's one of the yes. biggest.
0: I think one of the biggest hashtags they had with Magia Jean, which is like their sort of hashtag for six pack abs, mm-hmm. the vest lines, and it's a lot of females that are actually kind of pushing, um, pushing this sort of new found ideal of accepting this sort of muscular, more
2: toned body. What about the males? Are they because it's like when you think of stereotypes, right? Yeah, it's like you you think of the stereotypes as far as what. Um, race of male fits into what? Yeah. And you know, for instance, they did a study with the whole Tinder and Tinder. As far as it was black females and Asian males, they are not getting swiped. They, they <laughs> get swiped the least. So it's just kind of like maybe they want to kind of fight, buck the stereotype. It's like no, we're not. We're not. We're not weak. We're not this. We're not that. And even though you you may think that now you see it on a physical level no. it's like no you can never think that and kind of dispel that stereotype that can be something as yeah
0: well. and i think with social media they're getting exposed to a lot more of that sort of western appetite mm-hmm. that praises these certain looks and then when you look through these hashtags you're seeing a certain type of body so i think it's cultivating that mm-hmm. uh, have you guys like in your career had to try to like vastly between being muscular or super thin um especially as like really kind of really tall guys in the modeling industry might be hard to put on muscle how has that sort of been has that been a concern
1: Well, with me coming from a uh, professional sports football background, I have a a more uh, muscular and broad frame. And I've tried to lose weight and, you know, have that slender look, but my body just won't go there. So it's just I had to uh, accept, you know, myself and what I have and just work with it, you know, and make people love what I have. And not, you know, hate myself because I couldn't get, you know, smaller. So yeah.
0: that, That's funny because one of the um, women who kind of started this women's gym in Beijing, she noted that part of working out became this acceptance of what people were because you realize no matter how hard you work out, there are certain limitations. So you actually yeah. begin to accept that you can only make yourself the best you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, but that's actually
3: kind of cool. Uh, I, I like that point. Um, cause make yourself your best you. The, you know, it's, uh, there's a hashtag, live your best right. life. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but... When I th- and I think you can speak to this, Shaka, um, you begin to love yourself more too when you realize, like your shape, you know your uh, your look, like physically, you yeah. know. Um, and maybe that's something that's cultural, culturally uh, driven. Is like people kind of envy someone else's body or their abilities. But um, I think that people that work out constantly, and they kind of start to figure out their best you. Um, you kind of learn to love it. I mean, I-, I think so. Yeah, I think well, consistently over time, you just realize well. Okay, maybe I wanted to look like this guy, but, like,
0: I'm working my butt off. I'm doing everything right, right and I just don't look like that, but I really look amazing. I'm happy with what I do have. Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of leads to acceptance of, well, this is my body, and I'm making it the best I can make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have
1: to love – you have to learn to love yours.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I love that that trend is
3: taking off. So um, we'll, we'll see it globally. Uh, if it translates to
0: dollars, maybe that's a good market to, <laughs> to get yeah, into yeah, yeah, when yeah, it comes definitely. into fitness.
3: And especially, at, like, if we're talking, like, culturally, ethically, ethic differences, like um, – there are different niches as far as like the the physique can look. Yeah. Um. So that's also going to be interesting to watch too. Yeah. You know,
2: it... And then also too on a on a business side, um, you might think about this because I know in Dubai when it became a big trend, they were actually flying a lot of personal trainers out from North America, Canada, and the U.S. Yeah. Um, to Dubai. So they might be doing that as well. So uh, just anyway. let me know a couple weeks in advance.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for me as like a vegan or. I see that those diets don't rely much, don't rely too much on meat. So I think if you start to see a lot of these very muscular bodies coming out of there, you'll also see people saying, "Well, meat's not what you need to create that body. They can create it in different ways." So I think right. that's also another positive um, potential outcome. Yeah, but, um, you,
3: uh, fitness, health, and diet man, that teaches you a lot about just life. Like truly, what you can do, what you can't do, uh, it, it pushes you. It, I mean, like you know, I like working out because you're practicing failure daily. That's yeah. why I like it because yeah. you are failing daily, and what it really teaches you is is over, overcoming failure daily, and that's a, a trait that comes with success. And you're practicing it daily with uh, your physique. Mm-hmm. So like you know you gotta love the process, not the outcome, kind of kind of yeah. thing. And. um it's like, man, if you can go crush it every single day. I mean, if you're trying to run distances or, or lift weights that you're not used to, you're going to fail. And and the best part about practicing failure is that if you're going to go there tomorrow, you already over, overbeat it. And that kind of sticks with you on, like, many other platforms, business-wise, um, you name it. You know, it's just kind of building that mindset. That's why I think fitness does kind of parallel success. Yeah. Um, not so much the physique itself, but the mental stimu- uh, uh, training. That you have to learn to, to have.
2: Dang, I wish you were at the gym with me this morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I need your motivation. As you're I thought bed, yeah. and you're gonna love it. Yes, as I was like sweating and bailing and not wanting to be here, that message would have helped. Would have resonated yeah. well. well
0: Thank <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of positive news, uh, there's some studies out there to show that bad news can actually make you sick, make you ill. And the what kind of underlined the study was the fact that we're so accessible to bad news. Um, between Twitter and, you know, our different forms of media, we are constantly inundated with bad news. Whereas before you might have heard about something that happened, you know, in Hawaii or something that happened across the world kind of intermittently. But now it's sort of constantly inundated by it. And it's leading to adrenal fatigue, um, lack of sleep, anxiety, depression, um, even chronic stress can lead to headaches, muscle tension, stomach problems as well. So people are having trouble coping. And I guess the takeaway was that really we need to engage in self-care as we are kind of being hit with the problems of the world but we want to stay engaged and solve them but we also have to make sure that we're kind of okay too Mm -hmm. you guys especially with role models and just being role models even before the show that you guys are doing now and you know people kind of come to you and you're aware of different uh i guess ailments of the world that people want you to help with how do
3: you guys take care of yourselves and then decide to pick and choose what you do address dude i'm so glad you brought this up because this is something that i constantly argue with my my inner family about my mom my stepdad um and my stepdad's an ex police officer, so they're kind of inbred with just like seeking out issues. That's just the way that they are. But I, I mean every day I'm like, turn off <laughs> the news. Turn off that like infectious disease crap. Sorry if I'm not like but that's just that's just what it is. If you if, if it's already happened and it's negative, sure, awareness matters. But you know what it doesn't matter? Someone who is like I mean you're sitting in your house you do what you do and like there's people that are trained and their profession is taking care of issues you stressing and worrying about it is just nothing but illness mm-hmm. yeah. it just is it's just negativity it radi- there's a thing called uh, um, the uh, string theory and the string theory basically is all the ways that our body interprets energy more or less Uh, from taste buds to eyesight to hearing everything is a frequency we like sound waves we like you know even atoms and food vibrates at a certain frequency that's how we dictate the different flavors our eyesight is just different uh, perceptions of color waves and a lot of people don't realize that that sounds and news if you yell or cuss at a plant It dies. If you play classical music to it, it grows Mm -hmm. faster than it would normally. It's the same exact thing for negativity and news and topics. And there's a reason why it's being pumped through the media like it is. Be a smart person. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. Just turn it off. That's just period. That's just the end of the story. Turn it off. (laughs) I would love for these places to just not exist anymore. And this is is exactly why we made Role Models is because there needs to be more... there needs to be more anything and everything that's like yo we know bad stuff's happening it always has and unfortunately it probably always will but you know what we're not gonna do we're not gonna be weak enough to give it attention what we're gonna do is make you guys look at this stuff that's worth the attention and and that there's so much good in the world Mm -hmm. there is so much good in the world so why is most 90% of the television bad because it draws attention why is that because evil's one it's taking it's taking it's taking the forefront and we have the ability of changing that we really do Keith That's it for FIFA, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I mean I feel that I'm yeah. seriously passionate about yeah. that topic I love that you brought that up man because it's, it's just the truth
2: yeah. <laughs> I think too with that uh, the, the reason why people watch um, and I'm part of you know the the problem. Sometimes the reason that people watch that is because their lives are not in the position they they want it to be. Right. So they just want to see something worse going on, so they feel better about themselves. Whereas it's like, well, if you want your life to be a certain place, instead of watching TV, then you should go and do it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things too, where you know you have a big amount of the population that you know after they finish work at five, they don't go to the gym, they don't do all that stuff, and they just sit and watch TV. But
0: but how do you then? Con- but you you have to be able to know about something to to act for it or act against it so how do you decide how to consume the news in a way that you're going to find out what there is to do that you can be a part of but without kind of putting yourself in a negative space cognitive reconstruction
3: Boom. You basically changing
1: it. your <laughs> thought process yeah because everyone like news uh what people say what people do it affects people differently nice. and you have to know yourself first so that you'll know how to address the situation or the news yeah. so that's the best way to go about that
2: Nice. I had a, a friend actually today, um, because I just started getting weekends off, so I s- try to schedule all these meetings in the, on the weekend, and a friend, and she's, she, I wanted to schedule it Sunday for brunch, and she's like, no, Sunday is like my day, I don't look at, I don't do anything social media, I, you know, meditate, I go to yoga, and it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like that you know i used to do stuff like that and it's just essentially like a reset for the week yeah. so it's like you know you, you you're inundated with social media and all this other stuff especially if it has something to do with like your life and your your work just to take that sunday off because i mean if the will were going to end then you really don't need to know that because you're just going to go along with the world anyway <laughs> so you know just take that day off to just kind of just concentrate on yourself and actually relax in every way possible so i mean that's that would be a suggestion too
0: yeah for me for me it's been difficult I I mean I try to like not follow the social media accounts that get me that like anxiety Mm -hmm. you know about the world and what's happening but when I am ready to read that news I'll go and search for you know Mm -hmm. I'll do a Twitter search I'll do a Google search and I'll say what's going on here I've heard you know Mm -hmm. so that's how I try to manage it but Mm
2: -hmm. um, post post
0: more thirst traps (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, your thirst Mm -hmm. traps gotta make you happy (laughs) 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 yeah Thursday. After Thursday, it's got to be alliterative. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> uh, our last story we got is alcohol recovery. Um, so uh, we process alcohol poorly as we age. Um, they say in your twenties to thirties, obviously your body's more resilient, and then as you get older, um, it has a lot more trouble handling the alcohol. And those that drink consistently from their twenties to thirties to sixties and seventies actually suffer from anxiety and depression, as to um, as opposed to those who might pick it up in their fifties and sixties. For you guys, um, living this entertainment life and living in sort of the, the spotlight and the parties and having to deal with that lifestyle while maintaining a sort of healthy and fit life. And then I guess kind of as role models projecting that to the world, uh, how do you, how do you guys balance? How do you manage? Have you found it more difficult as you've gotten older? Well, I, I personally, I
1: balance it. Like I come from a, a long line of alcoholics, so I've seen what it does firsthand with my immediate family I've seen like my father die, I've seen my grandfather die because of alcoholism. So, um I know uh how to um take it, you know, how to drink uh in um swear.
0: moderation. Moderation. <laughs> moderation thank you. How to drink it in moderation but also not,
1: mm, he's, he's like, what's that word? <laughs> and I, I party less as I get older, you yeah. know, um, you know, your beliefs and everything goes different and I just uh, do and live differently than I, I lived in my 20s. I'm 30 now, so, yeah. yeah.
3: No, that's funny, actually. Earlier, we were in the car. He's got to go to uh, San Francisco next week for yeah. some work. And he was like, I got people out there, you know, maybe we could, like, party up. Uh, I was I don't remember, my brother, like, yeah. Sounds like you. He was like, he, he laughed because we—that does I'll not sit exist. At home, yeah, had, like last night we were in bed by like eight. Like, right. um, and when I say in bed, I was on the couch, and he was upstairs. But did, like, <laughs> we were sleeping. Be specific. The point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would agree. I mean, listen, alcohol is not natural. No. It's not a natural substance for humans to congest or uh, digest. Uh, it. It's literally poison, <laughs> so that so it's just bad for you. It makes sense that it would deteriorate your body. It makes sense that it would cause depression. It makes sense that it would cause anxiety. I mean, like uh, if we're talking consciously, the idea of alcohol is pretty just ridiculous. Like, you know, I, I actually have, was talking last week with someone about how interesting I find it that um, that the alcohol when it was illegal became legal and like people fought for it. I understand that something that you can't have is more desirable. Mm-hmm. I understand that concept. However, if someone came up to me and said, hey, do you want to drink the liquid that makes you sick, vomit, act like a fool, and tomorrow you're going to want to kill yourself? I would say probably not. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, it's extremely, it's, it's, I mean, people say alcohol is socially acceptable. I say alcohol is socially uh, expected. It's a big difference, you know what I mean? No one asks you, like, why you're drinking people ask you why you're not drinking Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think that's a flawed part of our society and when we're talking health it's definitely (laughs) definitely not good
2: Mm -hmm. so
3: yeah why do you think some people can't function um, in a social
1: setting without alcohol
2: yeah Uh, masking agents well, I mean, yeah. I think.
0: Well, I think alcohol in the short term is certainly an escape, and I think maybe that's why you saw that you know the prohibition and people you know the twenties, the thirties, people got super depressed and they you know they had to get alcohol back. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 no. It's, but I. That sounds just, like it's, every yeah. movie on television. Yeah. But yeah, just any drug is going to be an escape, and then of course you have to balance it for you. Is it an escape, and how do you utilize that escape? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes an escape can be a form of self care if you utilize it correctly. Correct. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of people miss that mark entirely. Wow, that was
3: brilliant. Man. <laughs> if you utilize escape successfully, it can be beneficial yeah man yeah. that was brilliant yeah. hey, sh- that <laughs> was Shaka Smith. he's gonna quote you. that and patented <laughs> if an escape is used professionally and correctly it can be beneficial yeah. the, new, awesome. the new slogan for alcohol great <laughs> 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 yo hey talking about commercials for alcohol i'm, I'm not sure what the, i think it's uh oh, man i want to say i i don't want to bring i don't want to miss mislead it but it's an alcohol company and their campaign is like the first latin american like uh pilot on the commercial mm-hmm. and like The whole commercial is about, like, success to the Latin American, like, public Mm -hmm. becoming the first female pilot. But they directly relate it to her drinking their alcohol. Oh. That is some mental manipulation. Like, A, good job subliminal messaging. You guys are, whoever your PR team is, very brilliant. I would say ethically, an F. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. I mean, people need to pay attention. A lot of actors, too, by the way. Uh, actors and and a list, anything rappers, you name it. If you ever you know do watch their interviews, they're sober. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are. They, yeah. They're sober, and, and they all talk about how like yo, you just you know, if you want success, alcohol is just not the way. They mm-hmm. like openly say that. the Problem is that they also promote the heck out of it, mm-hmm. and they're like you know movies. If if you watch, if you pay attention to movies, ninety percent of the scenes they got drinks in their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And
0: I think I think for us in the general public, that's where we have to do the work to, to kind of separate the two. And as parents, you have to do the work to talk to your children to separate the two because um, that's always going to exist. You know, as long as there's marketing, there's money out there, there's going to be an element that people promote things that aren't the healthiest because they're getting paid a certain amount of yeah. money. Uh, and maybe they don't even know either. Maybe they themselves are ignorant to what they're promoting
3: as well. well set, like I swear they told me that was a glass of water in the movie, but now that I, now that I watch it, that was clearly whiskey.
2: Well, I mean, they say that same thing with the smoking. Like you see somebody yeah. smoking, but they're not—they're really not smoking. Some like type of prop. And same thing with you know them having sex and they're not using condoms. It's like that's that's whole illusion with the movies. Where yeah, parents definitely have to talk to their kids and like this is the scenario. This is it's all an illusion versus you know what's real. So, but the alcohol thing. I mean, I was telling you before we started the show, it's just like I, I was getting, when life gets stressed, I was telling you, I think the last maybe two weeks ago, it's like I would have like a shot of vodka. I would yeah. have wine to vodka because it's just like, you know, on a news day, 24 hour cycle, stuff's not even lasting 24 hours. So now you're like trying to cater to all these stories that are happening. And I get home and I'm like, okay, well, I did my workout, so I deserve this. Strength. And it's like, no, you know, what are you going to do? Why are you having this? And does it does it need to be during the week? And so what I've decided now is just kind of like it's more of the the meditation so it's like I shut off the TV I shut off everything and it's like okay now I'm calming down naturally versus taking a shot and just kind of like okay this is the
0: and how many people do that with even bad food where we work hard and we go I yeah. deserve this I wait, deserve, wait, you deserve yeah. something that's going to like harm what you just yeah. did not
2: every know? day though yeah. I mean once
0: people, in
3: a while someone uh, that I look up to recently told me that people are naturally destructive mm-hmm. and that's basically the underlying like truth to like all the things that make no sense that we do um, and I think having the uh, the insight of yourself to know that you are and why. I don't know if it changes it, but it definitely makes you feel different when you mm-hmm. commit the the self destructive acts. Yeah, you know.
0: And and are you guys with role models? How have you, how do you kind of institute that to what you guys are doing globally and want to do with these different companies and people? All
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, listen. Uh, role models is not about. It's really just not about us yeah true i mean we we definitely have I mean, a rundown of what it is role models yeah. okay so role models yeah. is a non scripted television series yeah. uh, we partnered with Yon twenty four seven out of Denver as well as worker studios which is a multi uh, multimedia graphics uh, company they're they're amazing as well shout out to them um, and more or less uh, role models is a non scripted TV show about social influencers coming together and journeying from place to place taking uh sponsorship and and uh, uh, advertising dollars from companies and corporations, utilizing the, the marketing budget, filtering it through a nonprofit. So it's considered a tax write off, giving 100% of the money to charities <laughs> along the way. I'm getting funny looks I over here. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> they have a good Keith's time like, this them. is where he goes off. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and uh, the, the premise of the show, guys, is uh, Keith and I both feel, um, as well as the people we're partnered with. Uh, that unfortunately in today's era with everything being so accessible on social media that the difference between someone to admire and and aspire to be and someone who's famous the line has really been blurred Mm -hmm. and kids of this generation as well as even adults you know what I mean uh, are losing sight in in the difference of something to aspire to be someone to aspire to be a way to act a role model uh, versus fame and attention and it's time for somebody uh, to step up and say, "Hey, listen, uh, let's just let's just redefine, or, or just show the world again that you can get attention for the right things." And we're not saying that we want attention for the right things. We're saying we're going to find the people who want the attention for the right things, and we're going to give them our platform to share other ways that they can help. I mean, hopefully, honestly, I guess our mission is to make an impact, and and it's not us making an impact. It's connecting. The companies and corporations that have the ability to mm-hmm. to make an impact to the people that truly deserve it while inspiring kids hey this is how you can this is how you can really get what you want this is how you can become who you want to be and this is a way to feel good about it as well i love that that's amazing thank you and so you
0: guys when do you guys begin this journey
1: we actually uh <coughs> already begun it actually <laughs> Yeah, like we just came from feeding the homeless with, uh, uh, we feed the hungry um, down at Skid Row. Um, yeah, it's just our daily lives. just a lifestyle, and we want to redefine cool because it seems like everyone that does something good uh, or for someone else, they try to you know hide or they don't boast about it because they don't want to seem some type of way they're doing it because it's coming from a good place. But why, yeah. why not you know boast on the good things you do? Yeah. Why isn't it accepted? Why isn't it praised by social media? it's like people exploit themselves to uh, get this admiration and why?
0: Yeah, it was sort of, there was that controversy a little bit about Drake's God's plan and yeah. you know, whether or not that was like being more self-serving than, you know, but I thought, the result is beautiful, you know that he's actually going out and doing this great thing. Why aren't we praising that so that other artists continue to do the same thing? Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't need that ten million dollar budget for this video. I mean, right. that can do that can be life changing for so many people. Um, so I thought that was just a really positive thing, and yeah. hopefully other artists kind of take a paid from
2: but that. But I think so, some art. Well, I know some artists do that stuff, and they don't want it to be um, about them yeah. because they want it to stand on stand on its own, where you know people are doing those stuff. People are doing those things and they're funding it and they don't want it to be like oh, the news headline is just about them because it's gonna take away from them so you have artists who you know do that but I think with that as well it's like we have to inspire people to do things on their own as far as charity work because when you do charity work it's so life-changing right because like when I went to I went to Kenya and seeing how they were living in Kenya like, I didn't want, I, I had my eye on this Mustang. It's like, I want this Mustang. Like, I, it's like, I just want a car. Like, I was back yeah. in college. It's like, I just want a car. I'm yeah. going to be happy I have a car because there are people literally, their arms are hanging off. And they couldn't go to the hospital. Like, you know, the, it just really kind of puts things into perspective. Yeah. So, I, I, beyond, I, I don't know, in, in America, are you supposed to, do you guys do charity work in, in elementary school or no?
0: I mean, yeah. it depends on who you are as a person, right? No. Well, in, <laughs> in mean, my we in my check? in
2: my school, we were we had to do that. Oh, you were full. okay, gotcha. No. So got you, got you. yeah, so like yeah, we I did th- I, we did that in elementary school, we did that in high school. So yeah. it was just like I kind of know yeah, that get, stuff. In
0: high school, you get the community service
3: hours. Yeah, no, community. we were
2: we mm-hmm. we we did that.
3: One of the guys we were with today uh, feeding the homeless. Uh, you know. Uh, Super, super amazing dude. Like when you meet someone who's full of like soul, you know what I mean. You just know, like right off the bat, you can tell. And this was one of those guys. Like honestly, just a good, shout out to styles. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. And uh, he was telling us, like, you know, I was uh, taking photos and posting about me, help, uh, uh, basically giving this to that person, and, and people were commenting, like, you don't need to take photos, you don't need to, you know, uh, it's not about people. Don't want your stuff. They want your time. Blah, blah blah blah. And and he was like, hey, you know what? You're absolutely right. They you know they do want my time, and that you know we would love to also have you come so he gave them the address he was expressing to keith and i like you know we don't really i don't i don't know how to feel about that when mm. someone leaves those comments so my question is why is there that kind of hate towards something like that but if someone posts a, a photo of their naked body mm-hmm. is very different yeah and that's where it's twisted keith said on the way here he was like yo this is backwards man this is backwards, that people feel like it's more accepted to post a photo of, of your butt mm-hmm. and get attention for it than it is to post a photo given to people that could use it. Mm-hmm. And I understand the modesty aspect of it because people want to know it's coming from the right place in your right. heart. But I would rather question your modesty than question your ethics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's where this needs to shift in the world. I would rather a kid be like, yo, I, want, I would rather a kid say, I want to feed the homeless every day for the next however long days, a year, Mm -hmm. in hopes to gain 100,000 Instagram followers, then the kids say, I'm gonna go show my naked body Forever, in right. hopes that I get 100,000 Instagram yeah. followers. If we're going to break it down that way, I would rather a kid do good in hopes for the wrong reasons than do bad in hopes for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Now, the and comments that he was getting yeah. on I, his, I totally agree, yeah.
2: On the comments that he was getting on his Instagram, was it just that one comment compared to all the... Because sometimes what we tend to do is we tend to isolate the negative comment, and there might be 200 really good comments. Because yeah. people who are posting naked, too, they get, negative hate. co- yeah, they get know, hated as, yeah. as well. So it's just like maybe um, he shouldn't let that negative comment Stop yeah, yeah. him
3: from posting. Uh, he didn't mention it. I, I, my, my point wasn't so much uh, how he felt about it. My point was, was more like, in general, people shouldn't be so concerned about, like, you, the reason. If you're doing, like... <laughs> but it's facts, no, yeah.
1: If I actually go on my Instagram right now and post a picture of me in my draws, it would get Lord knows well, how Well, I mean, much, somebody. Yeah. But if I'm, I post me feeding the homeless... Yeah, not, not know, too much. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody yeah, on the live chat that? said
2: that bald brother is fine like <laughs> no, shout, shout out not to you, baby shout out to yeah, you Serena i Seri- Ser- I got a little bit of S- <laughs> hair you know I'm, I'm struggling but you know. Senity <laughs> Q26 you're opening jokers how my hair looks <laughs> <laughs> so I mean Serenity What's yeah that, I definitely I, I, I agree with that but it's just like sometimes you just can't give right you you energy. you know you can't give energy, energy yeah. to that because we are in that society where social media and instagram and all that thing is a thing i and i I'm agree, i agree with you i'd rather people you know use their minds and you know take care of one another than say i want to get famous so i can you know buy this and then not use not use that money to help others. But, that's you know, what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, that's
0: why that, that Drake video is so good because maybe that inspires people to do more of that uh, stuff. Dr- As Drake's but, Canadian, so but Especially for a lot of these rappers, though, that they do promote just like, whether it's smoking weed or drinking a lot, and, mm-hmm. you know, several women at night, you know, why not also promote I also do some good stuff too? No. <laughs> you know
3: what I mean? Yeah, no. So like, if you're going to use your
0: platform for whatever, you I know, think also, that anybody can,
3: that can agree, uh-huh. anybody can agree that somewhere along the line, is twisted.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, we can argue about or, or disagree on, like, the where and the when and the how, but what is what is right now is not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think, we, I think
0: for the first time, we all have a power to make it shift.
3: Absolutely. And I don't
0: think we had that power before just to create content, to, mm-hmm. to be able to talk about it openly and to, to have the mediums to get the word out there. Uh, I, I don't think we had it before.
1: I personally think the change will begin with musicians because they yeah. have the most influence on everyone. Yeah. That's who we listen to. That they control our moods, they control yeah. everything. Yeah. So when they start, you know, uh rapping or singing about more positivity. Yeah. That's what's gonna follow, and I, th- and I think
0: I think it's happening to a degree. I as do, a lot agree, of the yeah, ones yeah. that like Jay Z, as they get older, yeah, and they're getting more enlightened as people, and they start to start to put some of that messages into their mm-hmm. music. Because you know a lot of that stuff is just what they're living, you know. Sure. But and so as they live differently, they start to talk differently.
1: Yeah, a lot of the younger guys now who are like leading the industry, yeah. rap about you know Molly Percocets, and yeah. they're, they're all like. Cokeheads yeah. and but you know, but, yo, but again, again I bet and you and if
3: you had a one on one conversation with them they would talk about what they really care about right yeah, and yeah. they probably wouldn't be Molly Percocet and women it would be what like what they're actually yeah, and they're they actually a lot of yeah, going yeah. yeah yeah they're <laughs> that, singing know, about Molly Percocet and, and whatever and women yeah. and yeah. I guarantee if you said why are you singing about Molly Percocet and women right now we have a real conversation with you and that's not a, you haven't mentioned it once why they say because this is what sells yeah. that's the problem that's exactly what we're trying to change because the generation that's buying records whatever they are concerned about Molly women. In, what you know that, that's wrong. The what's wrong is that the evil in the world sells. Someone's got to switch it. And why? It's because it's admired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What cool what the topic is and what's cool, that they don't have to be what it is. Yeah. But you I know? do think for the first time we're
0: getting to talk to people behind the music and find out what mm-hmm. they really believe. Yeah, yeah. Like before we didn't get that, we just got the music. And yeah. so you just thought the music was what was representative of them. And now you get you get to hear, oh no, this is my marketing strategy. Yeah. This is because this is what I think sells. We didn't actually get those answers before. Yeah. So I think that even yeah. kind of helped push forward the conversation. I would
3: agree. I definitely think there's a shift in the world. And I think from what Keith and I, people we've talked to, Keith, you can chime in on this, um, I do think that overall there is kind of a natural shift occurring in the, in the population. I think that everyone has gotten to a point where, like, they're kind of understanding what we're talking about right now. I think everyone on their own level is like, yo, this is not cool. <laughs> you know? I, I would I would say that. I, would, nah, I totally agree. I definitely totally agree. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, you you could take, for example, six 69 Like, his stuff, he's a complete troll. However, <laughs> when he, he went over to, I believe it was Puerto Rico, and he was handing out money. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people are doing that. And I think, um, I can't remember, it was actually Jay-Z, he was doing an interview with... Um, David Letterman, and he was talking about, you know, the, the the current president that we have now. And he's like, the good thing about the president that we have now is actually forcing us to to think what we want for our lives and actually take that put that into action. Yeah. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. we can no longer be asleep and just, you know, let everybody else take care of the work because, you know, if your family's not being taken care of or fed, then it's up to you to, to and, do that. And so, even right. in this
0: age, I mean, look at Kim Kardashian just secured a clemency or helped secure a clemency for Alice Johnson with Trump. because. Right. To me, she kind of changed the metrics for him in terms of looking good in social media and mm-hmm. using her influence in that way. So, even someone like Trump, once you change the motivations, then you can maybe get the result that you want. And I don't think well, we have she's it. She's not going to get the Was it a media
2: style? Uh, she's not going to no, get no, the result. But, she wants. but I'm
0: saying the fact that she got her agency, her agency allowed that to happen. So, at the end of the day, Alice Johnson is going to get to walk free True. because of the you power think? that Kim. Yeah, he's granted the clemency. So, the power that Kim Kardashian had, it was granted, yeah. So, the power that she's got. When did he grant it? This morning. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I missed that one. So, it, it, I mean, it boggles the mind. But at the same time, look at this result as a result of... I think she saw it on Mike. She was having to watch some sort of social yeah, media. A, what, and she got wind of the story. So yeah. that's just the power of connecting stories that we've All never right. had before. We're
2: going to have Kanye as president in 2024. So, oh I don't
0: my, know about yeah. that, but... Uh, <laughs> I, um, I just, Lauren, help us. But I, I just thought it was an interesting anecdote, because I don't I think Kanye. you would ever have this situation, you know be possible before time like today. And
2: which is interesting, so. too, because um, they wanted... This is going so off, but they... You know, Meek Mills was supposed to go and meet um, President Trump and they talked him down from it yeah. to talk about prison reform. So I'm wondering it, if that would have changed. Like, if he actually had that conversation, that would have made him understand or it would have been the result because everybody's thinking. Well, I mean, President, who understands Trump? Pre- President Trump. No, 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 would no, no.
0: I, I think he, his metrics. I think this was just a good thing for a solid win for him. I don't think it translated anything to do with well, the feelings. That's of what I'm saying. Would it be? Would it be
2: a solid yeah. win for him? You have all these people that are that are in jail for marijuana, and marijuana in a lot of places is legal. Yeah. So thanks. would that be a solid yeah, win no, for him? That's crazy. You that's, know, what, I,
3: that's what. Okay, so thinking from like my business side of my, minded, like if I was, I, this is how I think about everything. By the way, if I was like in in that position, Kim Kardashian or Trump. And here's this situation, right? I would think this is immediate, uh, immediate gratification situation that turns real bad real fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks good for a day, looks horrible for a year. And the reason why I say that is mm-hmm. because... So now someone that Kim Kardashian had a heartwarming experience with mm-hmm. is free. What about the millions of other people that are in the prison system that... Are there for just as you know that that have just as much right to say they shouldn't be there mm-hmm. as this woman that doesn't rub elbows with Kim Kardashian. My well, if I had no, a failing no, wait, member wait, wait. that was in prison, oh, wait, right wait. Now, she didn't rub elbows. Whatever. I mean, what no, the wait. one in the billion. The, you know yeah. what I mean? That's in she prison. Came but, about the story. No, she no, but, came but, about right, somebody I, else's story It doesn't matter. There's so many people out there that's like, yo. So how do I get in touch? So Kim K is our way out. That's so rough. No, but you know
0: I think I, mean? I, I do think you have to say she heard about a story about a woman who had no shot, who had been denied clemency so many times. If she didn't hear that story and feel a type of way about it, this
3: woman's life doesn't get ever rectified. But he's she saying that the there's rectifier. a lot of people that But it's, that, it's not you know, about know. the woman. It's about the Kim no. K could no. walk into the presidential office and and give a case to that. Now our president of the United States. Is that a good thing or a bad thing though? The, I uh, mean, like the most for ordered. individual, absolutely a good thing. Yeah. But what about, like she was bringing up, the people that are in prison for marijuana when half our country now, marijuana is legal. Well, well, so what celebrity is going to step up now and go talk to Trump to get those guys out? You know what I mean? That's just... What I do say is that I don't think that that's going to be something that he
0: wants to touch in terms of the other motivations, financially for prisons and what have you. Mm -hmm. But he's going to be to some degree held on account that he let this woman go but he's not going further to kind of make sure legislatively that 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 policy is reflected in our our legislation. So I think he'll be held to account for it. I don't think he'll care but I think he'll be held to account. So I think it does help push forward the conversation
3: that this woman was let go. Do you think he paid her? Or she paid him? No, no, no. I, I 10K think they paid the no, Trump. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. The no, no. Trump. No. Trump literally denied no. the presidential like uh, uh, income. Like he doesn't get. No, paid no I think the
0: motivation was definitely for the good PR. He can now yeah. say he's got to win here. Barack Obama had denied the woman's clemency three times, so now you know Trump's oh, real wow, legacy is to be anti-Obama. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of this is saying, okay, Obama didn't let her go, but I did. Yeah. Know? So now the
2: black so, vote, went from eleven percent to twenty-one percent, now it's going to be over fifty. Yeah. Yeah, know? but guys, in his mind, in his mind, the
3: point is that a woman got let out of prison. Yeah because she had kim k behind her mm-hmm.
0: i don't care that but is so the, like no but the positivity in that is that what does that, that mean but is there a positivity in that an ordinary citizen can actually
3: affect the president's so since my so if i went to jail for the wrong reasons and i was locked up and my dad tried super hard to get me out and he can't get a meeting with trump like uh, that's what i'm asking dad get people out of, the, out, of the, out of jail no but your dad could do an interview that might go viral that might like that's a
0: possibility now whereas before he had no shot but now he might be able to reach someone that can make your story viral enough that the President of the United States would want to invite Kim to talk about it.
3: Man, I mean, this has it's lit a, little, a wildfire. This it's whole a, wild, thing wild. Has lit a wildfire. <laughs> I mean, that's I what guess they're going for. I, 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 I would love to know Kim K's fan base mail increase from prison for, at this point. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, hey, Kim, let me tell you my story. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, boy. But hey, that's another
0: shot for him to get out. Hey, it might, it might be good. <laughs>
3: Uh, I mean, listen, I think overall the whole thing is good. I love to see this woman free again it's a heart it's a harp string, you know, like as far as the outcome is concerned, it's really good policy wise, how it went down, who did it. This is just the <laughs> beginning of the end this I mean this is a horrible movie. Like, as far as like story, like, actually, you know what? I'm going should I, I should feel like uh, I should I should license this right. This is gonna optimistic. be a really funny documentary down the line. I can promise you. that. I'm, <laughs> that. I'm remaining optimistic. Uh, okay. My uh,
0: last question for you guys: There, you're doing this in conjunction with your nonprofit. right? make it yes, happen. Make it happen. Uh, what was the inspiration for that?
1: Well, uh, I come from a uh, from a treacherous environment and. Make it happen was a term that one of my coaches uh, always used and something that I always held myself accountable to, is to make things happen even when they're at their worst. And that pretty much was my childhood and that's what pushed me um, from uh, from a tough place. And I wanted to do something with that. I, had a, uh, I have a best friend who's a brother to me passed away last November in a car accident. And we actually spoke about the infrastructure of Make It Happen. And I wanted to make sure that I carried it through for him, for myself, for us, for my community back home. So I wanted to uh, make it happen, and that's what I did. So so if you put make it happen together, it also says Keith. Mm. So it was just like a given Mm. that I had to make it happen.
0: So where can they find make it happen? Where can they find role models where people can support this and um really kind of be plugged into what you guys are doing? On
1: Instagram we're pretty much gonna be posting our whole journey, our whole tour, the whole movement. You could catch us on Instagram at RoleModelsWW. that's at role models There you will see make it happen Instagram, which is make it happen two oh three.
3: But I want to ask you guys a question real quick, and this is what this is kind of a part of what we're doing. What is your definition of a role model? why, and then who is someone in your life that is a role model to you and why
2: <laughs> oh well my mom she's she's a real dog. I mean I can't even she I ran away from home when I was seventeen and she still like was back at me, you know she saw she she, she as a mother that's just not, it, it, it ripped her, out, her heart out. But she knew me and she knew my vision and she still stu- stood behind me. Um, even to this point where it's just kind of like I'm. I'm she, she's in Canada and she's missing her child and all this other stuff and it's just like she always believes in the dream. And that's why I work so hard to take care of her. You know, that's why I do what I do. So I believe, you know, you have a couple types of different role models, but to me, seeing her work for the government getting up at five o'clock in the morning, walking to work sometimes, you know, there was times where, the points in my life where she didn't have a car, she would take us everywhere on the subway, which is not easy for two kids under five. I mean, you know, you, that's, she is always, I don't care, you know, you can have the most money in the world and do all this other stuff, but the fact that she did all that stuff and then also moved to Canada when she was 17 and managed to make a life for herself.
3: So resilience, hard work, caring, Heart, she made it happen. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, man.
2: Without without her and her work ethics, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now.
3: Cool, like that. Thanks for opening up about that too. That's what we wanted. That's what that's what we that's what we're Hey, thanks, mom. We got love on this What's, her love What's your name? What's your mom's name? Corabell. Yes. Shout out to you. You're a role model. I love that. Shocker. Well, like following that. Um, you know, <laughs> mom, Sorry. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: no, I mean for me, uh, I guess a role model is someone that. I guess sacrifices I guess that's what it comes down to kind of knowing what you could have but deciding that you're going to have less for, for the benefit of somebody else mm. um, so that to me is a role model and I think you can be a role model in an in instance or you can be a role model for life so I, I don't think it's ever confined to who you are uh, in any one moment or any one given moment um, so I think that's important to, to, to notice is that people can be role models for a time or a day or a topic but that you know, we look to them for what they are doing and not necessarily who they are in the totality mm-hmm. of it all
1: part time oh, role model. so what's uh, what, yeah.
3: who's your role model for you man
0: uh, I you know, obviously my mom's been a huge role model for me. That's just been a personal role model. Um, but, you know, there's so many people, like, publicly, you know, like when you get to a Barack Obama, but you look at the life that he's led. Um, you, for me, you get to a Hillary Clinton who, you know, who in, this, in the in the face of being vilified still kind of persists, you know, mm-hmm. that, that idea of persisting for the benefit of others when you could go away and kind of relax. Um, so I, I think we have so many out there, and we look to them for different things. But, yeah, for me it's just about looking to them for what, they represent in that moment, in that time.
3: That's cool. That's actually really cool. So like,
0: you know, Robotic Bill Cosby
3: pre the scandal, you know? Hey, <laughs> hey, no, sure. I mean, he was impactful.
2: I, 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 I mean, I, I think what, what, it ha, what it has to do is you, you all we have a selfish nature and we also have a nature where we want to help people. And depending on who the person is, sometimes it's like 98% selfish and you might have that 2% where you just help your kids. Yeah. And realizing that people are watching you no matter when you think they're not watching you. So uh, being selfless, and also realizing there's part of your aspects where you, there is the selfish, yeah. self, selfish aspect. Like, it, you know, if you want to go and have a nice meal, you can't. You can afford that, all this other stuff. So kind of realizing that and not being selfless because for, for, for the grammar forever, that's what's in your heart. Yeah. That's, you know, those are the type of role models that you put there. And they're a lot more than, you know, what we think of. Yeah.
3: Thank yeah. you. That's awesome, guys. Um, Matt.
1: Yeah. I never, I never uh, asked you this, but what, what is your, <laughs> your, who's your role model?
3: Uh, I mean, so cliche. I mean, my mom is definitely my, I mean, okay, yeah, my mom's my, no question about it, my mom's my role model. She's like, Keith got to meet her recently. She's like, she's 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 been a teacher for like 28 years, but she is the most business-oriented, smart, she's a chef, right? She's got all these like masters and all these topics, topics, but she teaches middle school, uh, because that's what she loves to do. I mean, being able to go to a restaurant and kids be like, hey, are you Miss Smith, Tom, Zach's son? That's the coolest thing I mean, in the world. Like, your favorite teacher is my mom. That is rock star, yeah. you know? Like, she's the coolest woman. Uh, so, and the reason why she's a role model for me is because um, she showed me my whole life. Uh, I mean, we grew up... I mean, I never lived in a house more than a year in my life up until she got remarried, like convictions. It was rough. Never once was I hungry. Never once was I, like, uh, worried about... If she loved me, um, so I guess the traits that I view a, a role model as is someone who, I think Shaka nailed it. They're selfless, but what's when what I when I find a real special role model, what it is is that they're selfless, but they that's that's their happy place. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. I mean, that almost like makes me cry because some like you are meeting someone who who is. A role model because they love love what it even entails. Like, when you meet that person, they've got a radiance about them. Yeah. It's like they are fulfilled for no other reason than they are living their dream to be able to put you before them. Yeah. That is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So my mom is a role model to me. If we're going to go someone outside the box, that's not within my immediate family. Uh, listen, I think that... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is cool. I mean, he came from another country, right? Mm -hmm. So he was behind the block on that one. Uh, He talks about his work ethic physically, and I don't know if you guys have watched these interviews, but the way he explains it makes you inspired. Oh, yeah, yeah. You His know? mindset's just like, insane. He he's literally just, was yeah. like, I get to co- get off three times a day working out, pre- post-workout. <laughs> he says that, like, quote, yeah. uh, which I think is hilarious that he puts it in that perspective because it's like, wow, I, maybe I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, he year. hit a mental conviction that, you know, he shouldn't have had, but he did. Yeah, you know? he was yeah. honest about it, and it was in the right direction, yeah. too. Uh, what he's achieved. Um, uh, you know, I think the reason why, uh, characteristically why he's a role model is not what he's uh, achieved, but because it's very clear that he achieved it because of the way he set his brain. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was that like practice failure mm-hmm. um, daily, get your mind right, deny yourself, right? Denying yourself I think is a big thing because everyone has that side of them, what they want, mm-hmm. and then what they really want. And usually what you really want is like the best and what you want is like the distractions Mm -hmm. so denying yourself I think is, is a role model trait yeah, and he, oh. Even he had that scandal. But well, they, that's what I'm saying. They
0: say if you follow someone for 500 miles, you'll be able to write a ticket. you know? Well, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, you
2: realize that everybody, everybody is flawed. And yeah. then when when you're looking uh, when you're looking at role models, or you're looking, or if you are a role model, just realize that you know we're all human. Yeah. You know, everybody goes to the bathroom. Everybody, you know, and saying everybody has to sleep at one point. So it's just like realizing those flaws. And they're 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 what they did overall, kind of. Um, Kind of takes over from the flaws, then I'm willing to, you know, yeah. it's like I can I can do, I can do Everyone it. Everyone has that. the
3: opportunity to change. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Keith, we, we're going to finish it up. Yeah. I want to hear his guest because this is I'm going to put you on the spot, too, bro. Well,
1: Make it happen. of course, my mother, because yeah. she, uh, my mom was given 15 years. Shout out to the moms um, out there. Thank um, you. Yeah, right. My mom was yeah. given 15 years in jail. She did eight. Um, she held responsibility for what she did and she uh, did what she do, did to take care of her families, and I can only respect that. And she didn't, you know, tell on anybody. She just took it to the chin. Yeah. So I t- that that right there is admirable for myself and in my community. Um, the people I looked up to growing up was my uncles were in and out of jail. They taught me the fitness aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Always wanted to be big and stronger like them. But, like, my big homies from my block, Old Quest, Slim, you know, shout out to nine Tray. Yeah. But uh, I learned a lot from them. You know, they kept me out of the streets for the most part. You know, they knew I was great at football, so yeah. they uh, – Strayed me some away from the gangbang et And etc uh, And they kept me on the straight and narrow So yeah, shout out to them They were my, my role Selfie, models. Yeah, mom's yeah, a
0: community I mean, that's really what it's it really all about But uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us We are looking forward for your updates on role models want to hear what you guys are up to um, Come back, we, we love this All right. So um, again guys, my name is Shaka Smith You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat At Shaka Strong
3: okay.
0: Ma- Matthew Smith uh, Y'all just find us at Role Models
1: uh, ww. At Keith Carlos on Instagram Follow me so you never be lost. <laughs> <laughs> you like don't steal it, don't steal it. Come
2: on. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Also talking ish on TMZ, uh, Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, Total Bellas, blah 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 blah. You catch it all. Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff at TK Trinidad.
0: We'll see you guys next week. Yep.
1: <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live. The first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at VHL
0: Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram at King Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. Redefined.